This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. Presented by Progressive Insurance with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. And don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Keep weighing in. We'll get to your calls at 888-ESPN. 888-729-3776 on the Freddie and Harry call-in line. Your ideal setting to watch a Super Bowl and the worst Super Bowl party that you have ever gone to. 888-729-3776. What's so funny? They in my ear talking about something they smell corn chips. We're in two different studios. <laughs> I guess Harry's so comfortable now he decided to take off his shoes. Luckily for me, I don't smell anything. Thank you. Wait, exactly. you took off your shoes? Yeah. In the studio with yeah. another person? So look at Dev acting like he's surprised. When I what? Just... I didn't know that. Okay. See what happens when you get that meatball okay. sub? <laughs> I know. Start changing. You, you lose your rabbit behind feet. Let's put it that way. It's shoes <laughs> when it comes to Harry Douglas. Always good to bring in our man who's an FOS friend of the show. He is Sam Acho. Great follow on Twitter at the Sam Acho ESPN Football. Alex can't wait to get his thoughts on the Super Bowl and everything else surrounding Super Bowl 58, including Kansas City and the San Francisco 49ers. Before we get to the game and the breakdown, Sam, where is your ideal setting? If you had a chance to watch the Super Bowl, where would that be? Ideal setting has to be, well, twofold. Usually, so I love speaking, as y'all know. So I'm usually like speaking somewhere on a Sunday morning, then either flying home, trying to get to the game on time. But usually it's home. That word you said, I want to be home. I want to be with family. I don't want to be with like, opposing fans or people cheering for no I want to be with my people who are I don't care if you're cheering for my team or not but I got to be with family I don't want to be in a setting where it's like I'm dialed into the game everybody's like oh boo boo no man I can't do it can't win with it (laughs) you can always win with family though that's why I love that answer that reply Sam so when it comes to the Super Bowl matchup who has to be a plus for the San Francisco 49ers to win Brock Purdy or the defense of the San Francisco 49ers Man, I think the defense has to be a plus, hands down, right? Brock Purdy, I think, usually is a plus. But the thing about the defense is they have to step up. They, have, they weren't a plus uh, two weeks ago, right? They, in the run game, they weren't a plus. First half, they weren't a plus. Now, the second half, they turned it on, right? This season, obviously, new defensive coordinator. And, yeah, it's like, well, what do you mean new? It's the end of the season. But still, like, you have to learn a new defense. So, I think that defense, hands down, has to be a plus. Fred Warner has to be a plus. Dre Greenlaw has to be a, a plus. The defensive line on the interior has to be a plus because if they're not there, I, I think the chance is uh, it's slim. Yeah, no doubt about that. Sam Alcho, ESPN football analyst. I'm Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Harry and I had this discussion about 45 minutes ago regarding Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City Chiefs. He is as good as a defense in the National Football League because he puts that kind of scoreboard pressure on the opposing offense and the opposing quarterback. We know that they have had two weeks to prepare for this 49ers team. How do you see how Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs will attack those guys on the other side when it comes to the 49ers defense? I see confidence, man. Like, I see – like, I got a chance to – I remember the, before the season started, Patrick Mahomes, he trains in, in Fort Worth, Texas. I got a chance to swing by where he trains, see him training with some of the, his, you know, his teammates, some other guys from different teams. And he exudes confidence, yes, in the way he plays, but also in the confidence he exudes in his teammates. I mean – even when the offense wasn't clicking, there was this confidence of like, hey, I know I'm going to get it done. Even when, let's say, offensive line or receivers or whatever, what did Patrick Mahomes do this year? 26 first downs on scrambles. That's, most, that's more than any other quarterback this season. And so what you're seeing is, hey, not even this idea of, hey, if y'all don't get it done, I will. It's this belief that like, no, even if y'all don't get it done now, I believe you're going to later. Remember early in the season, there was a conversation about, man, like there was a wide open drop pass. And Patrick said, man, I have to be better. I have to get that ball even more perfect. Like, that's the confidence that I see. And if you're a player on that team, yes, you game plan and you're studying tape and you're trying to exploit 
you know, exploit and attack the weaknesses of the defense. But also there's an idea of like, dude, not, not only do we have Patrick Mahomes on our team, but man, I'm him. Like everybody believes they're him. Rasheed Rice, rookie, 55th overall pick. Like I'm him, right? Marquez Valdez, Gantling, stepping up. Might be two catches, might be one, but it's always a critical catch. That's what I see. And so in preparation, what I saw from Kansas City, and you could say what I didn't see from, let's say, like a Baltimore, is when the big-time plays have to be made, Kansas City makes them. Another, and other teams, I'm not saying San Francisco, but the other teams they played in the AFC, they didn't. You saw drop, you saw wide-open drop passes, right? You saw, like, just the moment, for lack of better terms, may or may not have been too big. And so I just see the players for Kansas City rising up to the occasion. So, Sam, another unit I think that has been very confident this season for Kansas City is that defense. And since we're going to transition into that defense of the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, when it comes to Brock Purdy, what is one reason why you probably feel like he can struggle in this matchup? Oh, struggle. Um, Hmm. I think one of the reasons I think he can struggle is I think about how Kansas City plays. And, like, so they they, they play a lot of man-to-man, play a lot of cover zero, but they also do a lot of cover two. And one of the things, at least what I would learn, like one of the reasons that the cover two was created is to like slow down receivers, right? To jam and all these things, right? Now, some teams do different variations of cover two where they won't get hands on receivers. But what I learned, Vic Andrews used to always say, he was my defense coordinator in Chicago. Now he's with the Eagles now. He would always say free access equals free yards. So what Kansas City mm-hmm. does a great job of is they don't give receivers or tight ends free access, meaning go watch LeJarrius Sneed when he's in cover two. Go watch the inside linebackers. Watch Bolton. Watch Tranquil. They're always rerouting tight ends and receivers and not and impeding their progress, which is important because one of Brock Purdy's greatest traits is his anticipation. Right? Like he'll throw the ball before his receiver's out of his route. Right? That's, that's his biggest strength and sometimes could be a weakness if the receivers get rerouted. So my point is um, that cover two scheme, right? that rerouting, like being physical at the inside linebacker position, at the corner position within five yards could be a detriment to San Francisco. Sam Macho, ESPN football analyst, always gracious with his time on Freddie and Harry on ESPN radio. I'm a firm believer that if San Francisco gets behind early, they are not going to win this game. And I would not say the same thing about Kansas City, Sam. What about you? I agree. Yeah, I don't want to agree. You know what I mean? But uh-huh. I, well, <laughs> let, me, let, let, me not, actually, let me not agree with you. Okay. Right, because what happened last week? Right, or two weeks ago, right? San Francisco was behind early, big time. And what did they do? They found a way to come back. Now, maybe you could say it was happen, ha- happenstance, or maybe the right kind of circumstances had to happen, right? There was that fumble right after the touchdown. But I think that, I think Kansas City, put it this way, I think Kansas City is better suited to come back from behind. But I think it's, if you, like, they just did it. San Francisco can go into halftime in the locker room, let's say they're down and be like, bro, we just did this, okay. right? We've been here before. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, I would say Kansas City is better suited. Um, but I do think that San Francisco has the uh, ability to, right? Think about Debo. Every time he touches the ball, it could be a walking touchdown, right? I mean, that's as simple as that. I love predictions. Sam, give us your bold prediction, anyone you may have for the Super Bowl this Sunday. Okay. My bold prediction? Not a score. You're saying bold prediction. Anything. Yeah, anything. Yeah, anything. It could be anything. Anything. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Bold prediction. I think San Francisco's defense is going to look really good early, like really good early. Um, 
it might cause some people to be like, whoa, what's going on? And where's that from? But I do think that um, I think Mahomes will crack the code. Sounds good. All right. Any predictions for the game? Who's going to win? Who's going to lose? Who, who you got? Man, I, I said 31. I said 31 27 Kansas City. And forgive me if I'm cutting out. I'm on, I'm on radio roll right now doing the whole thing. Okay. So I say 31 27 Kansas City. Uh-huh. But I'm, I'm hoping for a, an exciting game. Yeah, I think we will get an exciting game. It's all said and done. Keep doing your thing, Sam. I always appreciate you, my brother. And thank you for all season long. We'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Appreciate it. Great stuff by Sam Acho, ESPN Football Analyst. Hit him on Twitter, the Sam Acho. He says 31-27, Kansas City. I say 27-23, Kansas City. What about you, Harry Douglas? I'm going to go 23-20, Chiefs. Okay. Not betting against Patrick Mahomes, huh? Nope. Can't convince you to go the other way, huh? You won't catch me slipping again. <laughs> I, I did it two weeks ago. The AFC Championship game. You won't get me on that side of the river. Yeah, I wonder how much money Patrick Mahomes cost people who kept betting against him. A ton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think about how many people actually thought that the Baltimore Ravens were going to get it done this season. Absolutely. Yep. Like a ton of confidence across the landscape of the betting world. And look at Vegas. Just... <laughs> Ha ha, exactly. we got you. I mean, my Patrick Mahomes going, <laughs> <laughs> The Grim Reaper uh, still reaping. You forgot all about me, thought I was done. <laughs> we'll see if that's going to be the case once again in Kansas City's favor because San Francisco, a point and a half underdog over under in this game, 47 and a half. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together, presented by Progressive Insurance on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. We want to hear from you at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Your ideal setting to watch a Super Bowl or the worst Super Bowl party that you have gone to. Both will be entertaining, but just pick one and let us know at 888-729-3776. Dean in the great state of Pennsylvania, my friend. Dean, what you got? Hey, how you guys doing? We're good, my man. Thank you for calling. See you all the time, but oh yeah, I'm glad I got through. I got a good one for you. I was in the United States Marines. It was Super Bowl '97, '98 season. We happened to be in Puerto Rico. We went to the local enlisted club to watch a game. Before the game even started, everybody's cheering AFC, NFC, AFC, NFC. Me and my boys are like, yeah, this doesn't look good. So we started to walk out, and the bar just went nuts, and everybody started fighting. Just by going back on AFC NFC. <laughs> yep. Just cheering back and forth, screaming at each other. Next thing you know, everybody was fighting. MPs were coming. It was nuts. <laughs> I think it's safe to say those guys had a lot of testosterone. Yeah. Well, see, if they had hung out with Wolf in Virginia, this would have never happened. That's right. Ooh, when Wolf went to Virginia mm. and went to Puerto Rico, he Wolf, said a Wolf good time. did it time. the right way. Yeah, exactly. He said a good time was had by all. He doesn't remember the score of the game. He doesn't care to remember. He was distracted. In a, as someone who's been to Puerto Rico. In a Rico, wonderful way. Yeah, as someone who's been to Puerto Rico, I clearly could, could not be more sympathetic. At a baby wolf. <laughs> <laughs> we got to find maybe the Puerto Rican version of Wolf and do it for him the next time he comes on. <laughs> Bill in Missouri, my friend, what you got about an ideal setting to watch the Super Bowl or the worst Super Bowl party that you went to? Uh, thanks, guys. I thought, kind of thought maybe Freddie or uh, Harry had me blackballed after I called in and gave him a safe space last time, but I got through today. Oh, no, we don't black- <laughs> when we, I was we don't, high- Bill, we don't blackball people because you're not rude. <laughs> you're always on point. You get, well, we always, you know, we fam now. Come on now. We 100%. Fam. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, but worst, worst Super Bowl party, I was in high school. I was like a freshman in high school. My girl made me um, go to the, uh, the Super Bowl party at the high school. 
she uh, she wanted to stay. I told her, it's like, they they had this silly program at halftime. I wanted to watch a halftime show. She made me stay. I was like, we got to get out of here. I want to go in the home and watch the halftime show. Should we, we finally leave? I walk in the door, just missed the halftime show. My brother and dad are sitting there. My brother's like, hey, you missed the, you missed the wardrobe malfunction. And, man, I was so mad. You missed Janet Jackson? Yes. Not- I missed the wardrobe malfunction. That was the year. I've never – I was so mad. Not Freddie Jackson. You miss Janet Jackson. <laughs> Bill. I want if he's I want if he and his girlfriend how long they stayed together after that. Yeah. Uh, is Bill still in the line? I, I think he's gone. He's is gone? he still there? No, he's gone. Over I want to ask him is he yeah. still with his yeah. that, that's what I, the time. That's what I want to know. I want, if they're not still together, I want to know how much longer that lasted. I wonder yeah. if he's like, ah, oh, I'm so mad I missed that to his girlfriend, you know? That probably wouldn't have played really well. Yeah. You know, when you're in, in high, high school, it would. In, I, I was going to say, in high school, you, you don't worry about somebody else's feelings Hell no. when it comes to that. And football, too? And Janet Jackson, <laughs> wardrobe malfunction? I got a lot of life to live. <laughs> Sorry, maybe you got to get over this one. It's interesting you guys bring that up because I, Why? too. <laughs> Why? Oh, this ought to be good. That wardrobe oh, malfunction. Shannon Penn starts. It's interesting you, br- you guys bring this up. We know it's going to be so good. My, my aunt and uncle were hosting a Super Bowl party, right? Yeah. And it was it was great. Great Super Bowl party. My grandmother was supposed to go, but she wasn't feeling well, so she stayed home. So okay. I was like, well, let me go bring grandma some food. Bring your grandma a plate. The, during, bring her a plate during the Super Bowl halftime, whatever, right? So I make it to my grandmother's house. And we're watching the Super Bowl halftime together. Uh, the malfunction happened. I said, Grandma, did you see that? She said, yep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Grandma, cool of, as a fan. Of course I saw that. She goes, I didn't miss that at all. <laughs> she says, I may be old. I'm not dead. <laughs> well, I can still see. Exactly. Boy, did she, as far as that goes. Bear in Florida, my friend. Ideal setting to watch a Super Bowl or the worst Super Bowl party you've gone to, but you got Bear. How you guys doing today? We're good. Doing How good, about man. you, my friend? Not too bad, man. I, I'm a couple years younger than Harry. I've been a Falcons fan all my life. You know, my mom used to babysit for some of the players back in the day. And, Harry, you you were one of my favorite players when you were playing, man. Thank you, Bear. But, I appreciate um, that, man. No, nah, the, worst, the worst Super Bowl was uh, 1999. 12 years old, you know, Falcons going to the Super Bowl for the first time. I'm making up posters. We going to this big old party. And then Elway had to go and ruin it for us, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bear, I'm, I'm with you, man. My, uh-huh. my pops took me, my brother, a few other guys uh, to that Super Bowl, and we were so excited, and I just knew the Falcons were going to win. So that drive back to Atlanta, Georgia from Miami, it was long. One thing about that team, everybody stop that. Everybody has so much faith because of what they were able to do against the Minnesota Vikings. They're probably thinking, man, they beat that team. As good as Denver was, yep. a lot of people did not think that Minnesota was going to be taken down. And the way the Falcons were able to make that work in Minnesota, I'm sure a lot of people thought, man, they could beat Minnesota. They should be able to beat Denver. But just like Bear said, John Elway was not having that. Well, you- Think about this, though, Freddie. My dad probably thought the same thing. Mm-hmm. If oh, he yeah. took about six kids to that Super Bowl thinking that the Falcons were going to win this one yeah. and it was going to be a memorable moment. It was already a memorable moment. Absolutely. First Super Bowl ever by the we Falcons. We thought it was going to be more memorable that right. the Falcons actually won the game, and that's not what transpired at all. I remember when they won that football game and they showed video of the plane landing in Atlanta after the Falcons beat the Minnesota Vikings. And – they turned that mother out. 
when they got to the airport. The Falcons players could not even go four feet without shaking somebody's hand and people yelling and people in tears. It was one of the coolest things I've seen in a city that's always going to be known for college football, University of Georgia, Georgia Tech, definitely high school football on Friday Night Lights. 1,000%. The fact that the Falcons were able to probably convert so many fans or find new fans based on how they were able to get to the Super Bowl that year, even though your team lost, and I know it was ruined for Bear (laughs) as far as that goes in Florida, but – there are a lot of Falcons fans that probably became Falcons fans because of that run they had to the Super Bowl. you got to remember, that was a time where the Dirty Bird was huge, Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Right? It was yeah. huge, man. Everybody was doing the Dirty Bird yeah. and the city of Atlanta. I call it Old Atlanta. Why do you call it Old Atlanta? Before a lot of people migrated there and, you know, we had to be a little bit more buttoned up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hoity-toity Atlanta. Yeah, man. Came in messed our damn city up. <laughs> Go back where you came from. Those damn Yankees. Greg in Tennessee, <laughs> what do you got to say about an ideal setting to watch a Super Bowl or the worst Super Bowl party that you ever gone to? Well, first of all, happy Love Friday, my brother. Thank, happy Love Friday back to you, Greg in uh, Tennessee. Uh, sure. Hometown Chattanooga, Tennessee boy. Going to be at the Super Bowl doing well. Uh, Freddie, I have a question that you probably know. I know Harry knows the answer, but I am a Detroit Lions fan. Uh-huh. And I'll be damned if I'm going to host a Super Bowl party before my Lions get there. Uh, two weeks ago, I had my chicken wings out of the freezer starting to thaw out at halftime because I knew it was coming. And I'll be damned if I didn't have to put them back in the freezer by the time the game was over. Oh, man. So my question is, uh, they've been in there 16 years. How long are them chicken wings going to be good? Ooh, ooh. 16 years? Greg? Don't you eat them chicken wings? I'm about to say the same thing. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't turned back into chickens after 16 years. Greg, so now in 2024, Greg, if you feed people those chicken wings in your house, you are opening yourself up to a to be sued. I mm-hmm. should say. Yeah. Don't you eat? Don't yeah. you? Don't you eat them? Yeah. Don't you feed nobody those chicken wings, yeah. Greg? Brother Gregory, you gotta take the loss on that one. <laughs> don't. Throw them yeah. things in the garbage yeah, can yeah, yeah. tonight. Put it this way: they've been there for 16 years. Set them outside. They'll fly back. <laughs> they'll fly away on their own you don't need to throw those out don't need to clog up garbage cans everywhere put them out on the thing i was like ah gone i wonder if greg 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 in tennessee yes chattanooga that's what he said i'll be in chattanooga next weekend my daughter has a dance competition okay underrated city by the way did greg hang up already he didn't. Oh, he's, oh okay. No, Greg. I'm here, Greg. Right. So, so give Shannon your phone number, man, and maybe we we can meet up in Chattanooga because I'll be there. My my daughter has a dance competition. My wife owns a dance studio, so I'm there next weekend, yeah. man. And I, I'm staying right downtown. Straight up, baby. Oh, Sounds yep. good. I'll hold. I like that. Let's see, there we go. Chattanooga, underrated city. I know. Good people. Yep. The university, beautiful campus. Is, is, is it on the campus that the dance competition is at? Oh, I don't know exactly. If it I is, man, man, if it is, Chattanooga, beautiful campus. Gorgeous campus. You have some fun. Absolutely. You're going to like that. We got one. my in-laws staying at the same hotel. So, okay. you know, me and the white, we want to get away a little bit. Y'all going to take the youngins while me and mama go on a nice little date. So, how are you going to explain that to Harrison, who already has said, you had enough time with mommy before I came along. <laughs> it's my time now. You tell us stay out grown folks' business this time. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> Harrison thinks she's older than both of you. Yes, she's a seven-year-old going on seven, 70. Exactly. You actually that's think that that's going to work. No, I, I'm, I, in my mind, I think it's going to work, but I know it's not going to work. I want that to be videoed. I want to see when you say something. And your wife is going to say it, and the look on Harrison's face receiving that information. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I know. Oh. <laughs> Good luck to you. 
Keep weighing in at triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Your ideal setting to watch a Super Bowl and the worst Super Bowl party that you had a chance to attend. Be a part of the conversation on the Freddie and Harry calling line at eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. At you hear this conversation from Harry with this word from Vivid Seats. Secure the seats and the memories this year with from Vivid Seats. Your home for every slam dunk, slap shot, and base steal. Vivid Seats celebrates fandom with unbeatable rewards like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. With Vivid seat, Seats rewards, you earn with every purchase. From buzzer beaters to walk-off home runs, Vivid Seats has a great selection and great prices on all games that matter to you. Just visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Is the Usher Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry. Another reason why I want this show in terms of simulcast. Just see a head look on Harry's face when this song comes on. He starts doing karaoke. It is good for the soul. It's good for the show. And damn it, it's good for the country. On ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And I'll tell you smart. Speaking of play, ESPN Radio. Join the conversation on the Freddie and Harry call-in line. If you want to sing Usher, we're not going to let you. That's Harry's job today on Usher Love Friday <laughs> and Harry Hokey. But we want to know from you. Ideal Super Bowl setting and the worst or, or the worst Super Bowl party you had a chance to go to. We want to hear what you have to say at Triple Eight say ESPN 888-729-3776. Getting a lot of great phone calls about this on either side. David in Nebraska, what you got, my friend? Hey, hey friends. Thank you so much for having me on. And I want to say big fan and 
you know, Harry, you have like a Q-tip kind of feel to you in your rasp and your voice, and it makes me smile every time I'm dialing in. So I just want to throw that out there. That's fantastic. My worst story, worst story, I'm young father, you know, kind of early in my career, and buy my first house. Like, I'm going to have my boss over, who's a huge Giants fan, first kind of in the DVR type of realm, and I'm cooking, running a little bit late, pause it, don't hit the extend on the timer, and by the way, put the grill too close to the house and melted my siding, but we're almost, we're in this game, I believe it's the Giants when they upset uh, the Patriots, uh-huh. and the next thing you know, the DVR stops, and we turn it back on to live, and they're celebrating, and we miss the most amazing catch on the helmet for the Giants win, and uh, that was soul-crushing, and I learned my lesson in the most epic ways. Terrible. That's tough because mm-hmm. that's one of my most memorable Super Bowl moments. Okay. David Tyree making that catch, Eli Manning avoiding the sack, mm-hmm. the Giants avoiding the, the, the loss of the Patriots and, and, and stopping them from, you know, becoming the greatest team of all time. Absolutely. Right? For one season, absolutely. Like that, to miss that, and then there are people around you that are Giants fans, oh. that is a – tough one to come back from ever not people his boss his boss it's not like no regular schmegular person this is his boss this is the person that signs his checks yeah Yeah. there's probably a lot of side eye and stinky glances his way after that thankfully for him the giants won because can you imagine you miss a catch like that and then they don't win a game to this day i still don't know how he made that catch and how that ball did it came literally a credit card away from that ball hitting the ground. After you're right. What's lost about that play is that Eli Manning getting out of that sack. It looked like they had him dead to rights. He escapes that, sees David Tyree in the middle of the field. Rodney Harrison did everything possible to keep that ball from being completed, and he made the catch anyway. The best part about it for me, though, is David Tyree, who was someone before that catch that not many people knew of, mm-hmm. will always be remembered oh, yeah. in Super Bowl history. Yeah. Yeah. For being Johnny on the spot and making what looked like to seem impossible possible doing it and then the Giants actually winning that Super Bowl. So I I was more so happy for David Tyree. Right. More so than anybody. Yeah, no doubt. After all he had gone through to have that kind of moment where you dream of stuff like that, Freddie. And he'll never have to buy a drink or dinner in New York no. ever again. When they said David Tyree and sit right over there, yep. your Philippe Mayon will be to your liking, sir. We'll make sure you're going to be taken care of. That's how big that moment yep. is always going to be in the history of the Giants or New York sports. Eric in New York, he's always one of our favorites. Eric, ideal setting to watch a Super Bowl or the worst Super Bowl party that you've ever had a chance to go to. What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? Good, brother. How are you? What's up, E? Hey, man. I'm 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 pumped, man. Let me just share this with you quick. You know, my 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 little grandson is home now. He came home. Nice. So, uh, you know, Reverend Freddie and and, and Uncle Harry, you know, y'all part of the family. All right. Sounds good. Absolutely. We love that. Thank you, and we appreciate that. Honored by it. All right. Now we we gonna have a great um, Super Bowl party. Uh, it's at my one of my friend's house. He got a nice upstairs, um, plenty of room, big screen TV. And also, he has a patio above his garage so you can actually go outside and sit also. And, man, we're going to have food. 
I'm telling you, everything from chicken wings to rasta pasta and shrimp and, oh, man, we're going to do it up. And the bar is going to be stocked. Mm. Number one, Eric, the bar's going for, to be Eric, for, Eric, for those who don't know, explain what rasta pasta is. Well, I, I'm not sure. It's just that so so many people cook it. I can't explain it, man. It's just it's a different type of pasta. And the, one of the guys that's in the fishing crew, he's a chef. So he knows how to put things together. Mm, so honestly, yeah. I can't describe it, but I damn sure could eat it. <laughs> <laughs> you get a little rasta pasta and some, some Caribbean jerk chicken? Mm-hmm. I never get my friend's mother, who was from Trinidad. She made that one time. Man, it made the angels sing and the devil weep. That's how good that, that's how good that rasta pasta was. But I, I need said, to get me some. I said, Mrs. Rodney, I said, what is this? She goes, it's rasta pasta. I said, do you make this all the time? She goes, I'll make more for you. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I had never had it before. My life was completely, completely changed. It is so, you put a little Caribbean jerk chicken in that. I'm, I'm going to have to get me some of that, dude. Man, it's like, it's a creamy pasta. It has to be from the right person, though, too. Absolutely. Right? And she, my, or the rice establishment. Yeah, Mrs. Rodney, she could burn it. There's no doubt. She could burn it in the kitchen. Ooh. No doubt about that. She had, like, the bell peppers were in it. Had like the you know creamy pasta and everything like that. Mm-hmm. See, I mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. bell peppers mm-hmm. for flavoring. In that's food. what it was. Yeah, that's what she put it in for flavoring. It, it just brought everything to the surface. Yep. No doubt about that, man. Hmm. May have to get some of that for the weekend. It's over. <laughs> Christian in Louisiana, thanks for calling us here on Freddie and Harry at Triple H say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Christian, ideal setting to watch a Super Bowl or the worst Super Bowl party that you had a chance to go to. Oh, man, the worst Super Bowl party ever. When when I was in Angola giving the state some free labor on the Atlanta Patriots Super Bowl, me and my partner bet our whole locker, all the icy white cigarettes, everything, everything in our locker. I took Atlanta at halftime. He wanted to forfeit and just give me everything. I told him, nah, that's bad luck. You're going to sit and you're going to watch this. Man, I lost everything. That was the worst Super Bowl party ever. <laughs> worst Super Bowl party ever. I lost everything. I ain't even had my hygiene stuff, my deodorant, and nothing no more. How, how long? Took commissary, came back around. How long was you in Angola? Uh, seven years. Oh man, how you doing now? That's what I want to know. That's the most important thing. One hundred percent. Oh, I'm doing. I'm doing amazing. Life is amazing. Fantastic. I work a full time job. Provide for my kids. Family likes me again. Man, I'm loving life. Oh, man. Christian, I'm I, loving I, that. and I'll tell you, man, love on them babies. Mm-hmm. Be there for them kids, man, yep. because I, I just love when kids are able to have their fathers in their lives. No doubt because about that. we mean so much to them. And they cherish us, man. And, it, and it's times, and me and L. Duncan had a conversation at the national championship mm-hmm. because we're both, we, we work a lot, right? And it's it's funny because when we're think we're when we think we not we're not doing enough, right? We actually are because in our little in our little kids' mind, all they see is man, daddy's Here. making effort, daddy's doing this, daddy's mm-hmm. doing that, absolutely. And it was uh, Harrison one day I was on Facetime with her and she was like, Dad, just think, thank you for be always being there for me, absolutely. And I'm over here thinking in my mind like. How can I do more, 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 more? Mm-hmm. And and all she's thinking is thinking about is, hey, daddy, thank you for being there for me. One of the things about that, it's okay, to, and you have to feel that way because you also feel that way about your family. But you have to make sure you love yourself as well. You yep. have to make sure you take care of yourself because you do that, everything else is going to follow suit. That's not talking about just take 
care of only you. But you take care of yourself and maintain and stand on business and your family sees that and they know you're going to be there for them and they don't expect you to be perfect. No one should expect anybody to be perfect. But the fact he was able to overcome that when it comes to Christian Louisiana and said, my family loves me again. And I hope that Christian loves himself again as well. Yeah, because both of those things go together and work hand in hand. So, Christian, keep on keeping on, my brother. We got you, my friend. Vance in Phoenix. Worst Super Bowl party you ever gone to or an ideal setting for a Super Bowl? Vance, what you got? Man, that was a great story, actually. But, fellas, um, this is my announcement, or I should say PSA, whatever. If you're bringing your significant other to the game, to watch the game, please explain football to him. Because, I <laughs> see, my problem is I've coached at different levels for 14 years, and i played at different levels. Okay. So I watched the game as a coach. This party I went to, fellas, these significant others will talk about everything but football. Everything from what kind of wine to where did you buy that, asking me, do you want to try this? I'm like, please. It got so bad, I literally took pieces of a uh, napkin and put it in my ear because I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> I'm just trying to watch the game and get into the details because my son says, Dad, you got to stop coaching, stop overanalyzing. I can't help it. It's in my blood. But, I, I mean, fellas, I, it, it got so bad, I looked at my man. He looked at me, and he mouthed to me, I'm so sorry. I was like, you got to do something. I, and I, I literally left at halftime because I couldn't take it anymore. I just, so, like I said, if you want to bring that, I get it. You want to spend that time. But you got this, I mean, this is a true story. This person got mad. Said, the commercial came out and said, well, what, what happened to the game? Why aren't they playing? I'm like, it's a timeout. It's a timeout. Oh, wow. Wow. I feel awful for Vance because anybody's been in that like situation. Those kind of people, though. You can't. Honestly, not during a, a very important football game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. But at least his boy looked down for us to do it. I'm sorry. You know, it means there's nothing I can do. <laughs> I'm with her. I got to go home with her. I got to be around her. I got to deal you know, with her. You know another one? Yeah. When I'm at sporting events, whether mm-hmm. it's a basketball, baseball, yeah. football game, I don't like people talking to me either. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Just watch the game. Right. Like, I, I, if I came with you, I'm pretty sure we can talk right, exactly. at another time. Right, exactly. Like, let's yeah. just watch the game. Yeah. See, see, my wife is good that when we go to sporting events. There's something she doesn't understand. She'll wait till there's a, a stoppage in play. Yep. And then she'll say, hey, what happened on that kind of play? What happened there? Because she doesn't want to miss anything that's going on. And she knows that if I don't know the answer, I'm not going to fake it. But if I know the answer, boom, 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 boom. Okay, right back to the game. She waits until <laughs> she waits until there's a break in the action. So if she has any kind of question. She does not forget about that at all. One last one from Cliff in West Virginia. Cliff, ideal setting to watch a Super Bowl or the worst Super Bowl party that you had a chance to go to. So I know. I think they took away Cliff's phone. Oh. That was going to be. I had a feeling that Cliff was going to be a good story. I, I just had had that feeling. Keep weighing in at triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Worst Super Bowl party you had a chance to go to, or the ideal setting for a Super Bowl eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. And the Jets have not been to a Super Bowl since Super Bowl three over fifty years ago. Wait until you hear what the owner had to say to try to make sure that drought is going to come to an end sooner than later. It's Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Where's that? Wearing no one that to interrupt. Ain't got a rush. Why? I just want to take it nice and slow. Oh, you ain't finished yet, Usher. What else you got for Love us? Love Friday. I've been waiting for this for so long. And making love until the sun comes up. Baby, I just want to take it nice and slow. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman, along with Usher on the Usher Love Friday on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And I always tell you, smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We're playing Usher Love songs all this Love Friday because he's going to do the Super Bowl halftime show. And I'm sure that he will have a surprise or two for the 15 minutes that he is going to be on stage at halftime between the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Big ups to Heather Good. She hit us on Twitter, hdogs83 and at Coleman ESPN. She had sent Harry some fantastic pictures saying, my best Super Bowl party was in Las Vegas in 2022. She's hanging out with her friends. She's got a kind of a Star Wars theme going on. So Heather Good, really, really appreciate the picture that you sent us because that looks like a Super Bowl party that I would love, love to go to. You're seeing it right now, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, the one with her tongue out, like, uh, with, with R2-D2. We're really having too, uh, too much fun out here. Exactly. <laughs> in Las Vegas, she's high with her friends in the, in the in elevator. It is really, really dope. So, Heather Goody, thank you so much for sending us those pictures about your Super Bowl party. That was a great, great event for you back in 2022 in Las Vegas. I'm sure the Jets would love to get to a Super Bowl maybe in 2122. <laughs> it may not happen in this century. We'll wait and see. But their owner, Woody Johnson, has had enough. Yesterday, during Radio Row at the Super Bowl in Las Vegas, getting ready for Super Bowl 58, he did not spare anybody, whether it was the coach, the general manager, and even a quarterback that's not going to be on the team in 2024. Yeah, I think we're, we're doing a, a lot of different things organizationally to try to get better, make better decisions. You know, we've got to fix our offense. You know, and uh, and I think we'll do that. Aaron Rodgers will be back, and we'll protect him, and we'll get the flow and get into it. And uh, defense is pretty good. Yep. Pretty good, and it would be better if our offense could do something. You know, that's obvious. What kind of confidence do you have right now in your head coach in Robert Sala? He's going to be a lot better head coach. You know, one thing about head coaches, you get better as, as you get more experience. Okay. And, you know, he's going to concentrate on offense. Right. You know, he's got Jeff to kind of do the defense, and we've got good special teams. It's offense, 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 right. as I've said. Get the quarterback, get him moving, you know, get the line moving, right. you know, get the, uh, you know, work on the run and, okay. and do all that, all that, uh, that you have to do to win. Right. But you can't do one thing. You have to do it all. It's not just one player. Wow. 
So let me get this straight. Woody Johnson, the owner of the New York Jets, basically saying that the offense didn't have a backup quarterback last year. So that was a shot. That was shaded Zach Wilson. And then, and I'm a Robert Sala fan, Harry, but you want your defensive-minded coach to worry more about the offense. Mm. Hmm. Mm, makes uh, no sense to me. Not at all. Uh, but when you look at the Jets offensively, and I just want our listeners to understand numbers, total defense, the Jets, 31st. The pass game, 30th. Oof. Run game, 22nd. Mm. Third down offense, Oof. last in the Oof. National Football League. Oof. Mm, mm, mm. I don't know about so much having the head coach concentrate in the offense. You need the offense to concentrate <laughs> in the offense. Yeah. And I know everything is predicated on Aaron Rodgers being there, but there are no guarantees unless you get him offensive line help that this won't look the same in 2024 the way we saw it in 2023. But I think it also clarifies and says to everyone that listened to Woody Johnson that, hey, we didn't have a plan when Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's inexcusable in my opinion. How can you go to an, uh, into a season and not say, hey, y'all, what if Aaron Rodgers goes down? What is our plan B? And I'll, yeah. I I don't like that phrase. Hey, you focus so much on, much on Plan A that yeah. you don't worry about Plan B. Like hell, exactly. I don't believe in that. Yeah, you fail the plan, you plan to fail. There you go. And if anybody should know that's an organization, it's the New York Jets. Because how many times have they felt really, really good? My team has felt really, really good about themselves, and then something happens. They just oh, okay. What, what the heck? We tried. Uh-huh. We tried to get. Uh-huh. We didn't get it done. You know. At a certain point, the owner's like, "Well, I'm tired of this." Well, it can't just be about Woody Johnson being tired. Everybody else has to have the same approach. You can say that I believe Robert Siles learned from his mistakes. We'll see. But you're trying to say that we believe he's learned and now you got to do better by the offense? He can also be upset all he, all he wants to, but at what point did you ask the questions as the owner? Hey, uh, y'all, what fair. if this happens? What are we doing? Right? Mm-hmm. Those are questions you should have been asking your head coach, your offensive coordinator, quarterback coach, everybody mm-hmm. involved in that side of the ball. Yeah. To me, he basically What if said, this fails, y'all? What if this doesn't go through? What's our plan? That, those are questions as an owner I would ask. Because you would think of somebody who has been a businessman. I'm sure he did not have every plan A work. Yeah. That he had to have a plan B or a plan C just in case things went haywire, if things went left. So why would you think that you can have a Pollyanna attitude with your football team, especially that one with the New York Jets? Yikes. Tune in to NBA action this Sunday on Super Bowl Sunday as the Miami Heat host the Boston Celtics. It is presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 1.30 Eastern time on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. An old friend of Harry's going to stop by. We can't wait to hear those kind of stories. And we'll tell you who's going to win Super Bowl 58. That's next. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.